You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gunz. Today's word is entitled, Walking Tall. You may ask me, uh, well, Evangelist uh, Gums, what do you mean by walking tall? Well, some people walk tall because of the money they have in their bank accounts, because of the homes that they have, because of the car they drive, because of the job they have, because of their social status, they walk tall. But is that really what I mean when I say walking tall? Let us pray. Father, today I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I pray that as we take a look at your word, you will draw near and you will open up hearts and minds and you will just bring us into an understanding of what you want us to do and that you will save us when you shall come. So touch hearts, change lives and save souls, I pray in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Walk in tall. Let us look at Galatians chapter 25 and verse 26. And verse 25 says, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. There's where I got the topic for today's word. If we live in the Spirit, if, if you say you live in the Spirit, then you must also walk in the Spirit. In other words, by your fruit you shall be known. And action speaks louder than words. So if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk tall in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another, envying one another. Vain glory or conceitedness, egotistical. Many people want to be egotistical and, and just vain glory. Even in their hearts, we Christians are not to boast of our spiritual attainments but in humility to count others better than ourselves. So if I have attained a doctorate in theology and I've got a master's in psychology and I've got a bachelor's in something else, why would I be walking around as if my feet are not touching the earth? Why must I be puffed up in church that the deacon cannot speak to me? Or if I'm the pastor of the church, why should I always have them make an appointment to see me? And some people are so in themselves, whether it is in the world or whether it is in the church or whether it is in politics, whatever it is, when you have such high responsibility or position in the community or in the church, wherever, the scripture is saying, that we must not be conceited or egotistical, desiring vain glory. So whatever I say in the physical can be applied to the spiritual, and whatever I say to the spiritual can be applied to the physical. Are you with me today? But in humility, we are to count others better than ourselves. Yes, we must put others first and ourselves last. Now, we're not to provoke one another. Nothing can be more offensive to others than, listen to this big word, than an affectation of superior virtue. Some people believe that they're so high and educated and they just want to be always in front, seemingly to be sounding educated and so well-versed in everything that it's a big show. So the word affectation means behavior, speech, or writing that is 
artificial and designed to impress. The affectation of a man who measures every word or effect. Listen to some people when they're speaking. Whether it's television, whether it is radio, or whether you are reading what they wrote, you can tell that they are playing to words. They are playing to the public, impressing the public. And we are told not to envy one another. This is the converse of provoking one another. It is just as fatal to Christian character to be jealous of those who may, in certain respects, be superior to us as it is to feel superior to ourselves. Let me say that one more time. It is just as fatal to Christian character to be jealous of those who may, in certain respects, be superior to us as it is to feel superior ourselves. So when we grudge others because we think that that they are more superior than us, when we are jealous of them, and because of the jealousy, it gets in the way of our relationship, that is just as dangerous as you and me believing that we are so high and lifted up and exalted. So we cannot be walking in the spirit if that's the attitude that we have. We are walking in the flesh when we behave that way. Often an evocation of superiority is simply an attempt to conceal feelings of inferiority owing to the realizations that others are in fact superior. What this is saying is that sometimes people suffer from an inferiority complex. They, they behave in such strange manners because they just want, they, they have that emptiness inside that they are less so they begin to behave strangely. They put on so much while inside they're trying to match up with someone else. So in other words, those people attempt to conceal feelings of inferiority to the realization that others are in fact superior. Now this envy leads to hatred and hatred in turns seeks revenge. Humility, listen to me carefully, humility ever remains a cardinal Christian virtue. It is, it is quintessential of all the virtues that a Christian should have. Humility. Because we are told in the scripture, when we humble ourselves in the presence of the Almighty, He will exalt us. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. We're going to address the Spirit now. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. So if we walk in the Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh and if we walk in the spirit we will not provoke one another so if we are saying that we are in the spirit this is what galatians is saying but the fruit of the spirit is love love i should stop there and take the whole session with this many people say they love but their love have not been tried and tested that love is an agape love for everyone your enemy your friend a stranger, somebody who did you wrong, somebody who have even may have murdered a family member of yours. You are supposed to still love them. So the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. Joy is something that is not depending on what happens to you on the outside. It does not affect you based on what is happening. The circumstances does not affect your joy. Joy is something that is within something that the world cannot give nor the world cannot take away so uh, let's look at this situation with job job still had joy 
because he said he knows that his redeemer liveth and that he shall see him on that day. So we have joy and we have peace. The peace that passes all understanding. Yeshua said to his disciples before he ascended to heaven, Peace I leave with you. My peace give I unto you. Not as the world giveth give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So peace and long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. The law cannot hold you to task because you are fulfilling the law. You are loving Yahweh and because you love Yahweh, and you love his son, you will love your fellow man, and the fruit of the spirit will manifest itself in these virtues. So if we live in the spirit, if we live in the spirit, the sense of this verse probably is, we who are professed Christians have to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. If you are not exhibiting these qualities as Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 have said then hey you are not in the spirit I am not in the spirit we are in some other spirit and that spirit is not the Holy Spirit let's move on by his influences and agency is our spiritual life by Yahweh's influences and agency is our spiritual life he possess us and because he possess us we will manifest the very attributes of Yahweh himself we profess not to be under the dominion of the flesh not to be controlled by its appetites and desires that's what we do as Christians we profess not to be under the dominion of the flesh nor to be controlled by its appetites and desires So let us then act as if we believe this. Let us yield ourselves to his influence, the influence of Yahweh's Holy Spirit, and show that we are controlled by that spirit. It is an earnest exhortation to Christians to yield wholly to the agency of Yahweh's Holy Spirit in our hearts and to submit to his guidance. So how can we walk in the Spirit unless we are attached to him and we are attached or tethered to him as a kite is to the string we are attached or tethered to Yahweh through his Holy Spirit wherever he leads we will go if we detach from him we will just drift away and just end up in some ditch or some ravine Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 and 24 says This I say then, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So here we come now again to walking in the spirit. You cannot walk in the flesh and still walk in the spirit at the same time. You cannot have light and darkness within your body at the same time. You are either light or you are either darkness. You are either good or you're either bad. A fountain do not bring forth sweet and bitter water at the same time. So if we are in the flesh, we will behave as if we are truly barbarous or barbaric. We would devour one another, backbite, curse, 
we, we would be unforgiving, we would be unloving, we would be unkind. So if we are in the flesh, that is what we would manifest. But if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In this Christian life, we would be warring against the spirit. The flesh will be warring against the spirit and the spirit will be warring against the flesh. That is why Yahweh says, my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. Because Paul was struggling, fighting against the flesh, and the flesh was fighting against the spirit. So Romans chapter 8 verse 6 to 9 says, For they that are of the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the spirit do the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. If we are spiritually minded, we have peace and we have life. If we are carnally minded, it is death. Because to be carnally minded is fleshly. Things of the world is what we would be always desiring. The flesh, everything is the flesh. And when I say the flesh, it does not necessarily mean sexual desires or passions, but money materialism, anything that pacifies and satisfies the flesh and takes your attention away from the spirit. And that cannot work with serving Yahweh. You're either serving Yahweh or you're loving mammon. And you cannot please Yahweh and mammon because the carnal mind is enmity against Yahweh. For it is not subject to the law of Yahweh, neither indeed can it be. It will always be rebelling, disobedient, tugging there'll be a tugging a pulling and a pushing and a hauling because why the flesh cannot come under the discipline and the control of Yahweh's holy spirit or his law his mandate his his statutes his commandments it cannot happen there will always be a fight and a struggle so it is best that you enjoy the pleasures of the world for a season than to be pretending that you are in the spirit when you're being controlled and led by the flesh so then they that are in the flesh cannot please Yahweh. It can never happen. But you and me, we are not in the flesh. This is verse 9 of Romans chapter 8. But you and me, are, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that, the spirit of Yahweh dwell in you and in me. Now if any man have not the spirit of Yahweh, if any man have not the spirit of Yeshua, he is none of his. I did a morning um, gem, a morning devotion, talking about who is your father? Who is your father? Now, if Yeshua could tell the children of Israel in his time, you are of your father, the devil, then the question is asked here. If you are not in the flesh, what are you in? You're in the spirit. And if you are not in the spirit, what are you in? You are in the flesh. And if you are in the flesh, you are fulfilling the desires of your father, the devil. There's no other way around that. So my brother today, my sister, those of you who are listening to this word today, please let us walk tall in the spirit. For if we live in the spirit, we will fulfill the desires of the spirit. If we live in the spirit, we will walk tall in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, going around uh, and parading ourselves with our egos and showing off. 
and causing others to look at us as if, well, we are the gift, God's gift to, to, to this world. No, let us be humble, not provoking one another, not envying one another, but let us esteem each other better than ourselves, walking tall in the spirit. When we are in the flesh, we cannot walk tall. We walk short because why we are shortened by sin and shame and guilt. But when we allow the son of Yahweh, Yeshua, Hamashiach, and his Holy Spirit to revive us, uh, quicken us, we will walk tall in the spirit. For whom the son of man has set free is free indeed. If you want to walk tall in the spirit, ask him to help you. Ask him to give you the strength and the grace to walk tall daily. For in this Christian walk, we will stumble. Yes, we will stumble. But it's for us to get up and continue walking tall. For none of us are perfect. None. We all will stumble. We all will fall. Sometimes some of us might not fall outwardly where one can see us fall. But they may fall or we may fall internally. Because we may sin in our minds, in the, the thoughts, the things that we think towards one another. And those are the worst falls. Those are the worst falls. Because in your mind, no one can read your mind or your heart. But Yahweh, remember the story of the prodigal son? He had a brother who stayed at home while he left. Everyone knew what was in his mind because he displayed it and he went out. But the one who was at home pretending to be loyal, oh, he was the worst one. He was angry with the younger one when he came home. So here it is. I'm just drawing an illustration that one can fall within. Lot's wife was turned into a pillar of salt. She fell within and she turned into a pillar of salt because she turned back in her heart. So once you have turned back in your heart, you have fallen. But I may not see you fall. But you will see me fall. But that's okay. Once we fall, we can get back up and walk tall. So my brother and my sister today, ask Yahweh for strength and he will surely give it to you. For the scripture says, I can do all things through Yeshua who strengthens me. Father, today I thank you for your word. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for the spirit of humility. That if we live in the spirit, we will walk in the spirit. We will not provoke one another, but we will love one another. We will have the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. So I pray that you will give us the strength to walk in the Spirit, so that when you shall come, we will walk with you throughout the ceaseless ages of eternity. Is my prayer in your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen.
If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tartola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601.